0: Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. So excited to be here. I say that every single week and it's true. (laughs) I am excited for this opportunity that exists for me to share my thoughts with you through the voice that I have been given And the fact that you are willing to hear what it is, I have to say, is a huge honor. So thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I am exactly one week away from Free the Dream Conference 2018, my very first ever conference. And it is 1047 in the morning right now as I am recording this podcast episode By this time next week, I will have already delivered my opening talk, my opening session for the Free the Dream Conference. And I can only imagine right now what I will be feeling. And based upon what I'm thinking right now and how I'm feeling right now and how I envision myself to be, one week from today, exactly at this hour, I imagine myself filled with great satisfaction, great joy, and absolute overwhelming gratitude for each and every human being that was in the audience during my talk, my opening session for Free the Dream. I... I'm already envisioning, because I know many of the people who are attending, well, actually, I I know all of the names of the people who have purchased a ticket for Free the Dream. I know approximately 40 of them through face-to-face interactions I know another 30 of them by name only because I've never had face-to-face interactions with them, but we've certainly engaged with one another through various emails, comments, and all those other great, wonderful ways that the internet connects our lives today's and, uh, today and allows us to build amazing relationships with one another. But you know what? There are about 20 or so people where I see their names, and their names are becoming very familiar to me now that I'm looking through this list of attendees and there are some of them, in, in my mind, they're still complete strangers. Sure, we may have slightly engaged with one another in a conversation as a result of them buying the ticket, but prior to them buying the ticket, I, I've never seen their name pop up in a comment before or in an email inbox or anything of that nature, I'm not even during a live stream. So uh, one thing I know is that I, I'm closing my eyes right now and I'm just thinking about what has happened during that, that, that opening session. I, I can envision that I looked out at that audience and I saw many familiar faces. People that I am honored to say they are my friends. People out there, there, there are certain individuals that they have been at my side in some way, shape, or form over the past 10 to 12 years, ever since I started this journey, and they've been rooting for my success like no one else. They believed in me before I fully believed in myself. There in that audience are people who have been my mentors, these are the people who have inspired me, encouraged me, and gave me hope when I battled my own self-doubt, my own anxieties about who am I, <laughs> what am I thinking, what did I do, why did, why did I leave my safe and secure career in insurance to pursue this? People like Dan Miller in my audience, sitting there during my opening talk, Looking at me on stage attentively, attentively, and knowing what I know about Dan, he's taking note. I don't know if he's physically taking notes or if he's just mentally taking notes, but I know from what I know about Dan is that he's learning from me. he's hearing and he's like, hmm that that's a new distinction I've not heard before and and to know that I'm influencing people like Dan Miller. Ray Edwards and, and so many others who have been my mentors, who have been my close friends, and, and that quite frankly, they've been responsible for so much of a radical, radical mindset shift, it, many mindset shifts in my own life, to know that there on that stage, I had just spoken to those individuals and what I shared had an impact on their lives. I think about the people who I've met face-to-face, and and many of them, when I thought about this dream, this idea of creating my very first Free the Dream conference, the very first one, I, I look into their eyes I, during that first session, and I see how what I'm saying, the words that I'm saying, the concepts that I'm sharing are creating the synapses of their brains to fire in such a way that all of a sudden, things are starting to make sense. Things that were confusing before are starting to align in such a way that they understand. And the reason I know this is because of the conversations I've had with many of those individuals face-to-face in the hallways of other conferences, through Zoom calls, one-on-one through mentoring sessions as I've heard them express to me some of their fears, their anxieties, their worries, what some of their dreams are and what is currently holding them back. And I know some of those people and and I know that the words that I will have spoken one week from today at this exact time during that first session are going to unlock something inside of them and set them free from some of that fear from some of that self-doubt, from some of that worry and anxiety, and it's going to fill them and fuel them with an obsession to go after the life for which they were created. I know that there are going to be those that I just barely recognize their name, and I'm going to see some people out in that audience that, you know what, 20 minutes before my first talk, 30 minutes before my first talk, maybe the hour before my first talk, I shook their hands. They told me who their name was. And I'm like, oh, so you're so-and-so. And I'm going to do my best to genuinely care about every single one of those individuals. So much so that I'm like, can I do this? Can I Can I pull this off? Can I associate right now in this moment a lasting association of their name with their face. Is that possible for me to do? And, I've, and I wonder if I'm able to do it at scale. And part of me is, I, you know, I've talked about this for several, well, almost a year now, that my goal was 300 people at this first event. And I've shared over the past two weeks that it's not likely to happen at this point, but approximately 100 people will be there. Maybe a few more than a hundred, maybe a few less than one hundred. but the interesting thing and in, and one of the one of the things that I'll be teaching one of the sessions is three decisions that will determine the quality of your life. Decision number one is what am I focused on? Well, I could be focused on the fact that there are one third of the number of people that I had intended and set a goal to achieve to be at this first event, okay? So let's just say I'm focused on that. The second thing, decision that I I will make that will determine the quality of my life is what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, it means that I did not know what I didn't know. (laughs) It means that I needed to grow more personally and professionally and to take additional steps and learn from the mistakes that I've made that have kept me from reaching my goal. By the way, one of the things I will tell you is that every resource that I needed to achieve 300 people at this event was available to me. There's not a single resource that would have been necessary for me to have 300 people at this event that was not available to me. However, it was my lack of resourcefulness. Now, I could say, well, what does this mean? Oh, I failed. No, I didn't fail. I, I am going to decide what this means, and I am deciding that this is not failure. I am deciding as I'm going into this talk are into this conference with approximately one third of my original vision for my first event. And I'm going into it with the understanding that wow, look at the number of people who are here. None of whom have paid less than $500, and many of whom have paid as upwards to $2,000 to attend this event and the interesting things many of them almost all of them have filled out my pre-workshop question or pre-conference questionnaire and i know what their dreams are and i've asked them what do you what would you need to do or stop doing to be able to accomplish this dream and then the next question is what has helped held you back from making those taking those actions in the past And are you aware of any limiting beliefs that are holding you back? And I'm reading each and every individual response to all of those questions. And my heart explodes right now here on August 31st with anticipation of being able to share what I have to share with those individuals who have made this commitment, who have traveled to invest their time, money, effort, energy levels, resources of all nature to spend two and a half days at this event. That, my friends, is a huge success. And you want to know something interesting. If there were only 25 people in the audience, I would have the same attitude. I really would. I I would definitely not be at break even but I would have the same attitude. And what I love about this event, oh, what's by the way what's that third decision so there are three decisions that that will determine the quality of our lives and we're all at, we're all making these decisions every single day even if you didn't know about these three decisions every day you're deter- you are deciding right now what you're focused on at this moment I'm cho- i many of you are focused on exactly the words that i'm speaking and and you're determining for yourself what do these words mean what is what what cliff is saying and how he's expressing what he's what's on his mind? What does that mean for me? What takeaway do I have? How you know? What does this mean for me being encouraged? What does this mean for me being judgmental? Hi, Newcliffe couldn't do it. He's such a fraud. You know, you could be determined that you decide that you decide whether or not you're focusing on me. And what I'm saying, some of you are hearing my voice and, and you're halfway listening because you're thinking about something else right now. You're completely going down a different rabbit trail in the thoughts of your minds and you're not actually word for word hearing each and every thought that I'm sharing right now. And that's okay. I do that too. But you're deciding, number one, what you're focused on. Number two, you're deciding what does this mean? Ha. Huh. Yeah. There are some of you who think, see, I knew he couldn't do it. And there are some of you, man, the guts of that guy. I wish I had that much confidence to go forward. I wish I had enough courage to put myself out there knowing that I could potentially fail. Knowing that I could potentially, in front of my entire community, all of my peers, all of my mentors, all of my followers, state publicly for a full year that I'm going to create a conference and there'll be 300 people there. And then one week away be faced with the opportunity and the challenge of what does this mean now? One third. What does that mean? And some of you are deciding what does that mean? I'm deciding for myself what it means, and I am encouraged and inspired. So what is the third decision that you're always making anyway? You, re, whether you know the third de- decision that you're going to be making all the time or not, you're, you're actually doing it. So you already understand. You're deciding what you're focused on. You're deciding what meaning am I going to assign to this, and you're going to decide number three, what action will I take as a result of this focus and meaning, my thoughts, my emotions will lead to the actions that I will take in life. And that's exactly how I'm approaching this. How do I, what do I think about? What am I focused on? And at this moment in time, I'm focused on who's going to be there and what does that mean? An incredible opportunity to speak into the lives of those individuals who have mentored me and to know that I, 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 you know what this means? Do you know what this means? This means that it is a reinforcement and it is conditioning further in my mind and in my heart and in my soul that I, at this very moment in my life, and even for the last decade, I may not be speaking right at this moment and haven't spoken for this moment to hundreds of thousands of people around the world influencing them directly with my thoughts my message my heart my my desire to serve them but you know what it does mean i am an influencer uh, let me state that again i'm not editing this episode by the way i am an influencer of influencers I am an influencer of influencers. You see, I'm reminded of this by an audio clip that I have from my friend Michael Hyatt, who happens to be a mentor of mine. Now, Michael Hyatt is somebody, guess what? He reaches hundreds of thousands of people. And I don't know that he still listens to my podcast week by week today, but there were There was a period where for years, he listened to my podcast, this podcast every single week and never missed it. And in fact, I'm going to pull up an audio clip here. I go into my frequently at our frequent folder where I pull up these clips and I want you to listen to what he told Eric Fisher in a podcast interview. Listen to what Michael Hyatt said. What are some of the go-to podcasts that you can suggest for listeners out there? Well, let me just look at my list here. I'm going to pull up. I use Downcast as the app on my iPhone. Um, I can tell you that I listen to Cliff's every week, and I've told Cliff this on on the phone before, but the reason I like his is not as much for the podcast information, which is terrific, but I just find him so inspirational. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, you're referring to Podcast Answer Man, right? Podcast Answer Man. Okay. I, I just, I love that. So the, the interesting thing about that piece of feedback, and I've kept that. Those words have meant more to me than many other words that could be spoken. It's just like, wow, what a confirmation of what I believe my true purpose and mission in life is, is to entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire others. And you'll notice that he refers to uh, well, I listen to him every week. Not so much for the podcasting, the technology information that he shares, which is wonderful. He said, but for just because he's the words he shares, the thoughts he shares, the way that he shares, I find it so inspirational. Now, the thing is, is Michael and Hyatt, Michael Hyatt and I are very good friends, and I've stayed at his home several times when I've been in Franklin, Tennessee, and we've oftentimes gone to breakfast together, gone to work out together and and have enjoyed some wonderful one-on-one time together. And he's expressed those words to me face-to-face on several occasions. And to know that I have the opportunity to be of influence to somebody like Michael Hyatt, so much so that if you go to michaelhyatt.com and do a search for Cliff Ravenscraft, I think there are over 40 different blog posts with my name that will be featured as an example of some story or illustration or something of that nature. And I've been to many of Michael Hyatt's conferences. I spoke at all of his platform conferences, and I've often heard him speak about me and tell stories about something that, that I've done or said that has inspired him in his talks and also in the first 100 episodes of his podcasts, the, the the one, his original podcast called This Is Your Life, there's no less than 30 out of the 100 podcast episodes where my name is mentioned. And I also can say the same of my friend Dan Miller, who's told me that, Cliff, I listen to your show all the time. Each week when it comes out, I'm on the treadmill. I love what you had to say in this episode. I'll randomly get emails. Hey, I really loved that story you told. Uh, it it just and and I think about the fact that over the years and that I could mention a bunch more people's names that listen to my show and those individuals are reaching hundreds of thousands of people and they're taking stories that I've shared thoughts that I've shared and they have internalized that processed it from their own experience gone out and shared those, those ideas with others, referred back to me as the original source of that inspiration, and knowing that, wow, I have had an influence in the lives of influencers. So I could, if I want to, focus on the number of downloads for my own individual podcast, this particular show, and say, wow, I only reach this many people. But then when I think about it, it's like, well, what does this mean? <laughs> it means that I, I must not have very much influence and impact in the world. I can't even get beyond this number of downloads. And I've had n- people over the years say, Cliff, you know, I've been podcasting for so long and I can't seem to get any more than 200 people to subscribe to my podcast or download my podcast every week. And I'm like, dude... I only have 200 subscribers. I only have this. I only have 1,000. I only have 4,000. It's like, geez, do you hear that? I only have. But man, what if the words that you speak can radically profoundly impact somebody's life in such a profound way that it changes the world that they live in? I think about the number of individuals over the past 12 years that have either personally told me face-to-face or have written me letters to let me know that they made the decision not to commit suicide as a result of a piece of content that I put out into the world. Was it worth it? Yeah, it was. What about... I've the number of people who have reached out to me and say, Cliff, as a result of the things that you've been sharing in your own journey, I've lost more than 80 pounds in the last 18 months. Do you think that that journey, that impact has had any influence on the world around that individual outside of himself or herself? You better believe it has spouses that have seen the change that all of a sudden may be thinking, well, if he can do it, maybe I can, or if she can do it, maybe I can. Children's lives that are being changed, eating patterns and habits that are being maybe, I don't know if corrected is the right word, but I think you get the idea. What about people out there who had made the decision to finally put a serious step-by-step strategy in place for them to build a profitable, responsible, successful business of their very own, walking through each of the stages in the process, And building an income, doing work that they feel most called to do, something that's making them become fully alive inside, something that wakes them up every single day, even though maybe for six months, nine months, 18 months, they have to actually get up at four in the morning to be able to accomplish what they need to do before they go to their soul-sucking day job that just is paying the bills right now until they can build up their income on the side to the level that that income is replaced. But then ultimately, they continually, consistently work through that plan, through all of the struggles, through all of the doubt, they build the confidence based upon the things that I have shared with them. And then all of a sudden, they built it to the place where they could break free. And every day, they're filled with great passion, and they're driven by obsession and purpose for what it is they know they've been called to do in this world. And then to see those people get to the place where they're now generating two or three or four or five times the amount of income than they could have ever dreamed of in the day job that was sucking their will to live. Do you think that that change that I've had a per- just the opportunity to speak into and and be some small part of that motivation, some small part of that inspiration, some small part of that person's journey. It's not that I've done that for them; they've done all the work. But to know that I've influenced their lives, do you think that my influence in that person's life is impacting anyone other than that one person? You better believe it is. And see, that's why I'm excited about every one individual at Free the Dream Conference that's coming one week from today. I am so excited about each human being that will be there. I'm going to tell you guys something that I've not shared with you before. So... I have these next level workshops. You've heard me talk about these here in my own home studio here in Northern Kentucky, right? So next level workshop, uh, the, the, I, I need to not completely associate next level workshop equals my building an online business workshop because next level, I'm going to have multiple different next level workshops, but I started my first Next Level Workshop is titled Creating an Online Business. And it's the step-by-step formula, the step-by-step formula for how to build your online business. Now, I've given away the outline of the mo- one of the most valuable talks in that session in this podcast. You can go find it at mindsetanswerman.com slash formula. If you're interested in learning more about that, mindsetanswerman.com/slash/formula. The 11-step pro- program or process or framework or formula is there. Now I can promise you this: you'll get more out of that formula if you come to this event and hear it live, uh, because that session is a great deal longer here than it is in that podcast episode. But I didn't, I didn't intentionally do that. I just intentionally tried to stay within the format of the podcast. Uh, but you come here, you get we we take as long as it takes for all of the the attendees to quote unquote internalize and apply this to where they are and what their goals are, and that's why it's a small group session and the the goal is to limit those to no more than fourteen people because that's well, number one, I want a small group session, and number two that's a this the limit of the number of people I can fit into this space here in my training studio so um, the very first time I did this, at the time, I only had tables for six, so I, I was, my goal was to have six people come to my very first creating an online business workshop, and I had six people show up, which, of course, it's like, what am I focused on? Well, I'm focused on the fact that, okay, there are six people attending this right now. Okay, so now that I'm focused on that, what does this mean? Does this mean I, I suck and there's no way I could ever possibly imagine filling this thing up to, with 12 people? Eh, that, I, if I wanted to, I could associate that meaning to it. I could assign that as the meaning and, and I could say, woe is me and never try again. <laughs> or I could say, wow, I have six people who believe in this. And it's incredible given the fact that prior to this workshop, I've never offered a product or service that had anything other to, the, to do than, with anything other than podcasting. And here this, I, I got six people that came and I served them and I focused on how I was going to individually be able to reach out and make a positive impact on the lives of every single one of those human beings that were here that weekend. And I did. And afterwards, I waited a couple weeks, and I said, hey, I'd like to give you a post-workshop questionnaire, and I'd love to ask you to be very honest and rate each of these sessions on a scale of 1 to 10, and they rated each session, and I was shocked to see how much value that they got out of every single session, and and one of the questions I said is, listen, I, I plan on doing more of these in the future based upon your experience here. What do you think I should charge for this what, as far as the value? Uh, w- you know, and, and in essence, what would you have paid um, for, for this and knowing that you would have still gotten a, a major return on your investment? And I asked them, I gave them three options. One, which was $9.99, which was the price each of them had paid. The second one was $14.99. And the third option was $19.99. And of the six people who attended my first workshop, 5 of them said 1999 and one of them said 1499. So that was my first experience and you know there was all kinds of fear and anxiety and worry and all this other stuff that went into promoting that first ever workshop. But man once once I had six people came that came to this and I had that feedback from that survey Couple weeks afterwards. So like this this wasn't like, oh, they were fresh out of it and they were still pumped up and excited. No, this is this is they've had time to reflect. They've had time to maybe even implement. And this was the feedback that I got. And I'm like, okay, now I have great confidence. And and not only that, but I understood why did those people decide to come. And because of all of that, I was able to then schedule my second session of creating an online business, a next level workshop. And it sold out, 12 people, at twice the price of what the people who attended the first workshop. And and what changed? Well, first of all, I had greater confidence in the value that I was delivering to those people because before I questioned well who am I I'm not worthy I wonder if these people will care people what if these people don't see me as a as a business coach they only see me as the a guy who can help them with their technical cables of podcasting and rss feeds and all that other stuff and I had so much anxiety fear doubt worry I'm, you know all of that stuff but and and, and you know what <laughs> Some of that, some of those feelings, because I was focused on those things and I was assigning all kinds of meanings to those things, the actions that I took or the, and one of, by the way, one of the actions that you can take is refusing to take an action. So the fact that I only had six people the first time, which I again, I got to worry about, I, I have to I have to be cautious of of saying only six people. The reason why I had six people and I didn't sell out the first session is a lot because of my lack of confidence in the value that I brought. Thankfully, there were people who signed up and came to that first session that had more confidence in my ability to add value to their lives than I did. And why did I actually, was I able to sell out all 12 spots in the second session of the Creating an Online Business Workshop? because I had so much confidence. I had just received those survey responses and, and, and I've started to hear the stories and I got some testimonials and I'm like, okay, there's no way there's, that I'm going to do anything that's going to withhold this from other people. I want to have other, I want to help other people experience this. I mean, this is, it would be insane for me to not do this again and to help people experience this transformation in their lives. And so I did, and I did it with confidence, and I sold that to 12 individuals. Here's the interesting thing. I did my third session of the Creating an Online Business Workshop, third session, and not only did it sell to 12 people, but I had basically what happened was uh, the, I had 11 people who had signed up, and I had one person who was on the fence, and it was getting to the last minute. And she says, "Cliff, I have to work this out, but will you promise to hold a seat for me?" You know, it, it, it is. I, I may it may even be the day before, and I'm like, "For you, I will do it, absolutely." And as I was uh, as I was responding to that email, a twelfth person had already signed up. So now I don't have <laughs> I don't have the additional seat, right? So, what did I do I'm like, okay, I'm looking uh first of all uh what was my focus? Oh my gosh, I just sold out and I just told this person I would hold a seat for her, no matter what she would have a seat uh so what does this mean? Um, well, does this mean I need to refund this one person you know that, does this mean that uh you know just what does this mean and the the- the question is well what well, first of all, I, I chose, well, what an opportunity, opportunity for me to help one more human being, you know, and what action am I going to take? What's that third decision I'm going to make? And, and I'm going to go and order another table and two more chairs for my workshop. And I'm going to rearrange the, the seating and how it fits in here. And I'm going to move my instruction table just a little bit closer to the front. It's going to be perfect. And it did. And guess what? Because of that, I allowed myself to sell up to 14 spots, and I ended up having 14 individuals in my third session of the Next Level Workshop. Everything's going perfect, wonderful, right? Here's what I want to share with you. I think it was November of last year. I I can't remember. I could look it up if I wanted to, but I don't want to. But I think it was November of last year, I scheduled another next level workshop. This was the shortest time frame that I had ever chosen one and it was right around Thanksgiving time and there's all kinds of reasons and excuses I could have for whatever happened. But the reality was is I opened opened up a new session, I sent out an email, and one person registered right away. His name is DeRay. And in fact, DeRay will actually be at the Free the Dream Conference. And I noticed that nobody else was registering. And I reached out to some people who were on a waiting list, you know, for before. They said, I can't do it that time. It's, you know, I've got family coming into town and, you know, all this other stuff. So it was a lot of, you know, just being so close to Thanksgiving, so thank- close to all this other stuff. It's just like, it's just not a good time. And I, I probably could have sold a couple more spots but at that point, I got to the place where I had talked to enough people and I, I said, okay, well, what am I focused on? I'm focused on the fact that there's only one person. What does this mean? And based upon conversations, well, this means that this just wasn't a good time. You know, maybe I, maybe it was, I picked a wrong date. And, and, and because, I so, because I chose that meeting, I decided to stop marketing that event. And here's what I did. I reached out to DeRay and I said, listen, I want to let you know that you're the only person so far that has registered for this next level workshop. And I I want you to know that if you decide to come, I believe I will I will definitely honor the fact that you have registered. I will teach you all of the information, we will go through it, and I will give it to you just as much with just as much passion and enthusiasm as I would if there were all 14 people in the room. If anything it could mean that you're going to get more value because rather than, uh, you, you will be able to ask, stop me at any point in the process and ask me any question. And in fact, what I will tell you is that I have a program called Spend a Day with Cliff that's $7,500. And you paid $1,999 and you would not only just get one full day with me, you'd get a whole day and a half with me. And, and so I, but I said, but here's the deal. I'm happy to also refund you your $2,000 and you can maybe, uh, or we can just have you come to the next workshop, which here's the dates. And he says, Cliff, I would love to come to your event. And here's the thing. If you sell a couple more spots, I think that'll be awesome because I know I'll benefit from the camaraderie of other people who are on the same journey and the networking opportunities that, that exist. But if I'm the only person there, then I see the absolute value of having one-on-one attention with you and of uh, your attention. And so Cliff, either way, just know this, I'm, I, I will be there. And I said, awesome. And I share all of that to tell you that because just a moment ago or several moments ago, I told you that if only 20 people Were 27 people, if only 10 people showed up for my very first conference, Free the Dream, I would still get on that stage and I would still teach and I would still deliver and I would still have the same attitude. What an awesome privilege and honor it is to speak into the lives of every one of those human beings that attended this event. And I'm thankful that there are more than 10. I'm thankful that there will be approximately 100 people at Free the Dream one week from today. And I'm just delighted. I'm honored. And And if you're going to come to Free the Dream, I want you to know that you mean a great deal to me. I'm thankful. What what does it mean? What so so what does it mean that there are there are approximately 100 people. Wow, what an opportunity for me to connect on an even deeper level with each and every participant that will come to this event. With nearly 100 people, I it's very likely that I will have at least a decent brief conversation with almost every single individual human attending this event. In fact, that's my goal. So if you're coming to free the dream, it is my hope that we will spend no less than three to five minutes, maybe even more in conversation. I look forward to selfies with nearly 100 people. I look forward to shaking their hands. I look forward to taking people that I know and connecting them to other people that I know. I'm looking forward to this event with great anticipation, great joy. And I see this as a massive success for my first event. That's, that's where I'm at. And the thing is, is guess what? I still have a goal for 300 people and at, at Free the Dream. Now, did I achieve that for my very first conference? It's. I'm not going to say that it's impossible. I, I think it's still absolutely possible. Is it likely that I'm going to do it? Probably not at this point. At this point, I've shifted, my, I've adjusted um, my goal. My, I'm, I'm perfectly fine and I'm willing and and i this word is boy this is a powerful word i'm wondering if i should say this word but i'm going to say it i'm willing to settle for 100 lives impacted by this weekend and the word that i was was settle for i'm willing to settle for for, for 100 and the reason why is because i know i'm capable of adding another 50, adding another 100, adding another 200. I know I'm capable and I could do it within the next 7 days. But to do that, I'd have to take my resources, my time, effort, energy, relationships with other people, the 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 I would have to do a lot of things to make that happen. But right now, my desire for those, the resources of my time, effort, energy, and everything is to, number one, I need to communicate with each of my speakers, making sure that they're completely aware that we have a tech run through on Thursday. Uh, I would love to make sure that they know that they're all invited, and I hope that they'll make it a priority to come to our speaker dinner that evening after the tech run-through. I'd love to uh, share a meal with them. I'd love to express to them my gratitude for coming to this event and speaking at this event. I'd love to give them a vision for what I hope every attendee will uh, walk away with as a result of them sharing their talk. Uh, that's that's a desire of mine. I want to communicate that to them that they'll be there on Thursday night. I also want to uh, let them know that that I I do hope that each one of them will make it a priority to show up for the VIP dinner uh, on. Friday night, and they're encouraged to join us for the VIP lunches, although that wasn't in our speaker agreement, because when I did the speaker agreements with each of them, I did not anticipate that we were going to also include lunches for the VIP ticket holders. So uh, I'm going to say, listen, I, 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 I didn't mention that earlier, but if you can make it there for lunches, I know some of you, maybe you you might want to do something else for lunch. That's up to you guys, but hopefully many of you will come. So I need to, I need to communicate all of that to my speakers. The other things that I need to do is I need to communicate with my current attendees. There are several of them who have not filled out the pre-conference questionnaire. And you know what? I could continue to blast them with, with, What do you call it? A a blanket email, a broadcast email, and I can easily use ConvertKit, my email program, and I could send out an email that goes out to everybody who has who holds a ticket to Free the Dream, which is a tag inside of ConvertKit, and I can exclude everyone who has already completed the questionnaire, which is another tag. It's super easy, and then all of a sudden, I could send a broadcast message to that list of people and say, hey, you haven't filled out the questionnaire. This would be a great great way to help you prepare your mind for this. And it also helped me to understand why it is that you're coming and to make sure that I am impacted by the words that you express of what it is that you're looking to get out of this so that it will influence the words that I share on the stage. And And I, I genuinely care about the responses that you You share. Now, the thing is, is I know that if I send that out as a broadcast message, that a a percentage of the people who have not already responded will likely respond. But you know what my desired goal is? More than getting 300 people now at at Free the Dream, my desired goal is to get every single individual who's purchased a ticket to fill out my pre-conference questionnaire. And that questionnaire simply says, hey, where are you traveling from? Can you tell me what made you decide to sign up for Free the Dream? What does life at an extraordinary level look like for you? At, at the next level. An extra, what does having an extraordinary life at the next level look like for you? A.K.A. what is your dream? What do you want? Be detailed as possible. What would you need to start doing or what would you need to stop doing for you to be able to achieve the life that you described above? What is it in your past that has kept you from taking the actions you've listed above? And then the final question is simply this. What limiting beliefs do you have in your life that you're aware of that you would like to get rid of? And that's it. And that for, first of all, them answering those questions is going to start a thinking process that will be extremely valuable for them to have in motion before they come to free the dream it will if they are if they are at least thinking for 10 minutes while they're filling out the questionnaire that alone will start some sort of process in their heart and in their mind that will get certain gears moving inside of them that all of a sudden, and, and by the way, some of those gears and cogs are going to get stuck because they haven't been in motion in a long time. That, that sort of system of thinking hasn't been in use. And, and all of a sudden, because they took the time to start thinking about those things before the event, when they actually hear Pieces to the puzzle, they'll realize, "Wow, this is why I've been struggling. That's why I've been doing." It. Oh my gosh, that's it! And people, I'm telling you, chains are going to come off of people's necks. I mean it's it's going to be that profound. it's going to be incredible, and it is my desire. My 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 single greatest purpose from this point forward is not to market this conference for the next seven days. It's not. Um, I, I've marketed as, as, the, as best as I knew how to do, and with the amount of time, effort, and energy I was willing to put into it based upon all the things. Trust me, the, I totally had a lack of resourcefulness, I admit that. Boy, did I make some major mistakes in marketing this conference. And many of those mistakes was pure ignorance, things I didn't even know. There were some things, by the way, that was advice given to me by others that I accepted. And quite frankly, now that I evaluate that advice, I'm sure it was given in the right spirit, but that advice didn't bear out to be um, adequate for the marketing of my particular conference in, in the way that I'm doing things. So, so I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn from all of that and and next year, by golly, yeah. It, but my goal over the next seven days, not to market this conference for Am I going to do anything to market it? Yes. Am I going to post on social media? Hey, yeah, go do that. Am I going to send a few more emails? Yes. Uh, but that that's this, by the way, this is it, this, this podcast episode, this is the final podcast episode you're going to hear about free the dream. But what I'm going to focus on is I'm going to reach out. This is what I'm going to do. If you hearing my voice right now have purchased a ticket to free the dream and you have not answered the questionnaire with those questions that I, you just heard me ask. Here's what's going to happen. I'm committed to this. I will make this happen. I'm going to record a personal video message. And I'm going to email a personal one on one video message to each person who has a ticket to this event, who's not signed that question or who has not filled out that questionnaire. And I'm going to explain to them the value of actually doing that. That for me is more important than trying to get you know 20 more tickets sold which by the way let me tell you i i i've i've mentioned in the past i'm i'm at break even on paper <laughs> and and i want to make that distinction i've made break even on paper that means that all of the invoices that will that have come in and will come in for this event that that is outgoing you know, accounts payable to to all of the contractors and everything that's required to pull this conference off I've sold enough in ticket sales to be able to cover all of those things. Um, unfortunately, I had hoped that I would be far more profitable. Uh, I, I will share with you that all of my speakers agreed to speak at my conference for no fee whatsoever. It was my heart, It was in my heart's desire. To to to, my heart's desire was to have 300 people at this event, and if I had 200 more people at this event, let's just put it this way, it would have probably equaled another uh, 100 thousand dollars in income. All right, so I'm a hundred, I'm a I'm approximately 100 thousand dollars in income on this event, less than anticipated. As a result of that, we're break even on paper. And you know, I, I I'm in a position where I'm not going to be able to do what I was hoping and planning and desiring to do as a special thank you to my speakers this year, and and that's a bummer. But you know what? I know that my, I know that every single speaker, I, they would not actually be speaking on the stage if they had not con- convinced me that, dude, don't even worry about it. That's not what this is about. This is not why I'm doing this. And and so you guys got to know the hearts of the people who are speaking on this stage. They're the purest hearts in the industry. And and I got to tell you, if you haven't yet signed up for Free the Dream, come to Free the Dream. This is, this is a community of people unlike practically any other out there that I'm aware of. It's going to be incredible. But I've, so, so the thing is, is, is I'm, yeah, there are so many thoughts going into this. I'm excited. I really am. I know that, I know that, I know that I'm going to achieve ultimately what I set out to do. And that is to, fulfill my life's mission and purpose of living my life every day in my zone of genius. And my zone of genius, I know, is to take my experience, all of my gifts, my talents, my abilities, all of the things that I've learned and share that with my voice in a way that's entertaining to others, that educates others, that encourages others, and that inspires others. So that as a result of what they have experienced from the content that I've created, whether it be my voice in a podcast, my, my lovely face in a video, uh, my talks on a stage at a conference, my teaching in a workshop here in my home, No matter what, my life's mission and purpose is to help people become more of who they were created to be. To fill them with hope and belief that not only can they live the life of their dreams, but they must. And to help them understand how. And I know that I get to do that one week from today. That's my episode for this week, my friends. And yeah, I'll just say this one final time before the event. If you have not already purchased your ticket to Free the Dream, head to freethedream.live, freethedream.live. Reserve your seat today. And I look forward to seeing you in Franklin, Tennessee.